Welcome to One's Earth Radio. I'm Wayne Carter, and this is Driving You Home. Woo! The radio show where we talk about wealthy nonsense because we are here, we're queer, get used to it. Ha ha ha! That's the thing that I've said and done. Uh, if you're not listening to uh, One's Earth Radio live right now, you can download. Uh, driving you home on podcast form it is available on lots of places I'm trying to remember the names of them but I have irritable bowel syndrome so I have totally forgotten Uh, you just heard the news Uh, not the actual news because there was no one in Clara unfortunately has gone out to party because she's a you know, 12-year-old pixie, and she has gone living her best life in central London, getting the drinks on because she is uh, here and doing the things. And so she's just left the um, the music on, and it started playing, and I was like, hey, the, n- the news is on, but it wasn't playing. Uh, so yes, uh, welcome to Driving You Homo. As always, we will be talking about all things in the queer sphere, as well as um, bringing in some... Uh, local, international guests to talk about the things that are in their, um, I don't even know the word, like a genre, their area of expertise, let's say that. And today we have the beautiful, the, oh, question mark, the talent, the, go, the oh, question mark, uh, <laughs> we have Sebastian! Woo! Say hi. Thank Sebastian. you for having me. Uh, thank it's... you for being had. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I feel like my life is constantly, I'm the one being had. But yeah. It's you know, <laughs> good. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So uh, Sebastian and I have a unique uh, relationship in that we love to hate each other, I think, is... Like, there's love. There's love there. There's I mean, I don't, I'm not particularly, like, hateful. Any- well, no, that's mm. a lie. Sometimes yeah, I, I was going to say, hateful. I've seen you be hateful. Um, but I, do you know what? It's a work in progress. Yeah. I'm working on that. And mm. I'm You're on a journey, be, babe. I'm on a journey of trying to be a more positive, nice person. Oh, well. So, you know. And that's that's going to be... Going very well at the moment, but, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Sebastian, can you remind me, if you can remember, how we met? Can you um, remember? I remember specifically, um, it was Friday the 13th, specifically. Oh, um, yeah, because you were dressed up as a, what, ogre? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first, what was the first thing okay, I could say? So here we go, uh, I haven't even started yet, and I'm already having daggers from <laughs> So, um... No, I'm coming um, in early because I know you're going to come for me in any moment. As soon as I, you, I was planning on being nice, but no, you've opened the floodgates yeah, now. Come for me, come for me. Um, no, um, it was specifically so I. Um, I'm friends with a particular drag group called the Vixens, who have all been the Vixens. On this show. We've had, we've currently had Dixie Delight, and uh, I went to say something wrong. We had Dixie Delight and Tea Coffee, and we've also had uh, Hugh. Hugh Purvis, yes. Purvis. Who, I is, always, who is the beau of the other vixen. The other vixen who's not been on yet. So I've had everyone except for Woe. Well, and I just and then you also I, I live, live with, with them, them. So that's um that's a fun a fun so arrangement. I, I so I messaged I messaged Woe the other day, I was just like, Oh babe, I've just realised I've got everyone in the Vixens, your boyfriend and your housemate who's been on the radio. If you want to be on the radio, I'm not just including you. I'm just the fact that all of them, except for Tia, so Dixie and Hugh um, actively came up to me and were like, hey, can I be on the show? And you actively came up and went, can I be on the show? Uh, Tia was the only one who didn't. Like, I, we were having a conversation and it organically came up. So I was just like, oh, she needs to be aware Woe needs to be aware that I'm not singling her out um, she is more than welcome so if she's listening to this Woe you have an open invitation whenever you like to come and talk I believe she is currently with work colleagues on the Prosecco Ooh. so um, she's, ha- she's having a good time she's, she's doing her right she's so yeah so 
uh, girl group, the Vixens. We, yeah. we um, so we, um, I go obviously go to because I, I live with Woe, um, and I've been friends with Tia for oh god, it must be two minutes since 2010. Oh wow, was when we met. Um, you must be really she, old then. She found me back in our uh, student television days during my. In fact, it was my freshers' week. We all went to Nottingham Uni together, mm. um, and it was during my freshers' week um, that she was. Uh, Part of the university television station called Nuts TV. Oh, I mean, time. I Nuts mean, university television station. Nuts. It has layers. Um, it has layers. It, yeah, there was some thought that went into it, and they were filming all the the freshest events, like, you know, raucous drinking and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe I won a best dancer competition. That seems um, unlikely, but they, all right. They dragged me into the studio. Pun intended. Um, yeah. Well, I was really excited because I was like, at the time, I didn't, I didn't know that, like, oh, I'm at university. I've been here a week. Um, I've won a competition for best. I've dancer. won a competition for best dancer by a television station. I've made. What it. is happening in my life? I, this is nuts. Absolutely. See what I did there? Because okay, of the, and yeah, after that, like, I just, I got involved with it. I mm. was really like, oh, this is really cool. Um, started doing production stuff. We worked on. Um, so the things we have won a few student television awards together. Well done. Um, yeah, and I th- like our friendship has been it's like it's, it's a, eight years is a long time. It is an, an, an evolution, I yeah. would say. I've got several people in my sphere that we've. I've got a friend of mine who uh, listens to the show semi regularly, who lives in the Middle East now, and she's like, "Oh, I'm thinking about moving to Canada and just buying a house." And I'm like, "How dare!" Like, she's Australian. She moved to the Middle East because she can. Um, and then she's like, I'm thinking about buying a flat in Canada somewhere. And I'm like, I can barely afford rent. And you, how dare, how dare. So, um, no, but she's a beautiful human. And um, I've known her since forever. So um, those kinds of relationships stand the test of time. But you're, I guess you're lucky because you're close to each other. Yeah, so, I mean, I've never really, he's never quite got rid of me. Yeah. Plus, we're both Essex boys. Kind of like so an STD, so really. <laughs> like, it's always there. You think it's gone, but then it comes back. You're like, comes oh. Straight back again. It is like, oh, later. Yeah, here it is. Um, yeah, so I was, I was seeing them, and then you appeared from the mists. I mean, um, accurate. And I was with my, my like best friend. Like Mariah Carey. It's <laughs> like sauntering, <laughs> smoke parts, and then Diva emerges. Here she is, Wayne Carter, everyone. <laughs> I want to believe in like a, a bejeweled poncho. I mean, I want to believe that. I, I mean, doesn't doesn't sound like something I would be wearing. <laughs> Not at all. No. Um, so I was with my best. Th- uh, my be- I was gonna be like thought. No, I was gonna say the word friend, but I'm. So this is like a side. Wait, what is thought? T H O T. Is that dirty? I think so. I'm not sure. I feel like that's a. I, I feel like it's a Google defines. But basically, sidestep. So, yeah. woe is really particular about pronunciation um, in the house. And because I'm from Essex, I have no concept of what a TH is mm-hmm. in the slightest. Right. But I'm now overly conscious about it. Mm-hmm. So, I will now pronounce words which begin with F with a TH sound. Or um, the worst one is the word thief. Nope, got thief? it wrong. But I will, like someone who steals things. I will, I will, yeah, like a, yeah, but I will say it. Yeah. F-I-E-T-H. Because I'm stressed out so much. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was a really fun story that I just shared with you. Um, oh, it, it stands for, it's an acronym, that hoe over there. Uh, are we allowed to say? Well, I've just said it, so. <laughs> I mean, cool. Ho. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was with my friend, Rory. Um, who's a ginger. He's who very is a tall. Ginger. He's very tall, ginger, um, classically. Ugly. Good looking. Sorry, uh, good looking in the second <laughs> one. Like, let me be nice. <laughs> Wait, let me be nice. I mean... At least let me try and convince these people that I'm nice. 
Um, and then you kind of like sorted over and like... Because I'm a thirsty thought, apparently. And I, f- I feel like initially you tried with him and yep. then realised it was like... Ugh. It's too much effort. It, it was too much effort. And then, and you, then like, you moved on to me, which yes, is great. And then know, I was like... Mm. Second course appetizer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he would be the appetizer because he would... No, he'd be the main meal, babe. Really? He would, like, break in half. He's also not very good. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I love how you were like, I'm going to be great. Oh, he's not very good at all. <laughs> he's terrible. <laughs> um, um, but um, that is... An absolute, I have no idea what he's like. Um, but um, Well, don't worry. When I put this on podcast, I will be messaging <laughs> him and be like, Hey, Rory, remember how? Remember how Seb said um, you were bad in bed uh, <laughs> on the radio? Um, no, he's he's a great guy. Yeah, he is a beautiful guy. Um, and then since then, you've just kind of infected um, multiple aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't... Re- I, like, it's an infection I can live with. It's kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the... One of those things where you're like, oh, I should get it checked, but I mean... I mean, it's not uh, harmful-ish. It's kind of like it's a... It's like a scab. Uh, yeah. I'm like a scab. Yeah. That's a beautiful... Just to, like, pick it off occasionally. Yeah. A bit like scabies Just, Yeah. Well. Ooh. Yeah. I'm the scabies of the London drag scene, everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with that. Don't go for Sophia Seabird's gig. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cynthia, if you're listening, I'm coming for all your gigs. I am the worst queen in London. Uh... <laughs> Uh, for those playing the home game, uh, Cynthia has a routine where she um, has a parody song, Worst Queen in London, um, as as sung by the parody of the song uh, Worst Pies in London from Sweeney Todd. It's actually uh, legitimately a hilarious routine. Some say yes, some say no. Some say she is the worst queen. Sometimes she's. some people say she's the best queen. I say, is she a queen? I, I think she is the best at being the worst queen. She is the um, best at doing her style of performing. And she's also, mm. do you know what? what a, she's a, I love a genuinely lovely person as 100%. well. 100%. Um, she's my kind of terrible human. Yeah. Like she is that, like, she is that, be- like, she is a beautiful human, but also a terrible human, all mixed into one, um, just like I am. Like, I, I think those kinds of people, like, there's that happy mixture of, like, I'm beautiful, but also I'm evil at the same time, with that happy mixture. And that's what I like about you, Seb, because you're the same. <laughs> Sometimes you, like, it's not like, it's not, it's, it, you need to find that. <laughs> sometimes it's not even sneaky. Yeah, you need, to, you, need, you need to find that, fi- like, you need to find that even split, but you sometimes go on the evil side more often than the nice side. But there is, a, there is, I can see the kind-heartedness in you, <laughs> under layers and layers of, like, horribleness. Don't pretend I've got a heart. Oh, God. <laughs> if only you had a brain as well. Let's go for the Wizard of Oz. Oh, right, yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to play the... Play the what? No, I haven't got... I mean, I could have got... I thought you were going to play it. I was like, oh, let's play the Wizard of Oz. I was <laughs> like, oh, we're this kind of gay show. Cool. I mean, um. I, I'm not going to... I mean, we are exactly this, this kind of gay show. Do you want to know Do you want to know what the next song is? What is the next song? Wayne? Okay, let's play it. It is all about me. Because <laughs> this is me. You know what song it is? I me? don't know. Do you know the song? Oh, come on. I, like, I recognise it, but I'm also awful. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, no. Yeah, we're queer in here. I am not a stranger to the dark. Hide We're 
back, 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 back again for another small segment. Oh, yeah, we're, we're driving home. Eh? We're here. Use your words. Use your words. Okay, so the teacher's here. She's queer. She's coming for us. She doesn't even, like, give me a minute, right? So Sebastian is a qualified quote unquote teacher working in the education system in the United I Kingdom. I have a piece of paper mm. that has my name on it. Mm. that says qualified teacher status yeah. and I passed the first year so they can't take it off me now Huzzah <laughs> So uh, so what do you wh- what do you teach the young humans? Um, I teach French and German Ooh, ja wohl mein Herr Oh mm, Je suis baguette uh, <laughs> I, I don't know I, That's all I have um, Menage a Yes please uh, <laughs> No it's more like menage a un Menage a un Let's be real Uh, But um, yeah, um, it's interesting. It's really, really interesting. Mm. Um, A lot of people, like, I I feel like. Are you either a French or German national speaker? Because you're you're born in the UK, aren't you? Yes. Um, No, I'm British. Wow. So what? Because I mean, as an from an Australian from Australian's perspective, I most Australians are like this, and you can tell me if the UK is similar. Is that? You won't speak another language, really, unless you have the heritage or the background. So, like, uh, in Australia, if your family are Vietnamese, you might speak Vietnamese, but I'm not going to speak... Like, as a as someone who has English background, an English background in most of my family, um, I'm not going to learn another language unless I actively go out there. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, no, I get you. I mean, the problem, I think, particularly if we're looking... If we're comparing... Whereas Europeans will have, like, four yeah, languages exactly. down. Exactly. No like, if you're, like, comparing Britain, with, like, specifically mm. with... Um, other uh, other European countries, the use of like at least an understanding of English, yeah, um, they kind of see the importance of that. And I've worked in a French school before, and you have you have kids who are literally just like, even in French schools, just like I'm not going to go like work in hospitality, so why would yeah. I bother learning English? Exactly. Um, but at the same time, um, there is like a growing interest in it, and particularly like. In learning uh, a language. In learning a language, yep. people people are. When I was at school, mm-hmm. every like a lot of people in the early seventies. Oh, you're hilarious because you're older than I am. Oh, so. not accurate. Um, uh. <laughs> um, no, um, when I was at school, people really didn't care. Yeah, um, and now people kind of. There's an understanding that it's a little bit more useful in terms of, oh, it gives you access to more things. Yeah. So speaking French <coughs> gives you access not only just to France, but Canada, it gives you access Ooh, to a lot of Africa. Mm, three, like, three, I mean, there's, there's multiple places in Africa yeah, that speak Yeah, no, French. I... See, the, and this is the rub that I have, is that I... So I learned German at school, um, and it was... It was, a uni- it was either... Indonesian or German, that was, they're my two choices. Um, Indonesia because uh, it was one of our closest non-English speaking neighbours, and then German because they had the books left from World War Two. That was legit. Are you serious? That was legit, the only, are like... You, are you actually for real? Mm, um, mm. So, yeah, so that was my... And I, I loved learning... Like, I learned Indonesian as a child, um, and then I went to secondary school as a younger, young adult and uh, switched to German and fell in love fell in love with the country and the way of life but um my thing is if you're a native english speaker and you want to learn a second language my understanding or my my languages that i would be like okay outside of english the next or the bigger languages that there are probably mandarin or cantonese one of the one of the chinese languages or um spanish 
is another big one, or maybe one of the national languages of uh, India. So I did um, my degree was French and Russian. Yeah. Um, oh, Privet. Privet. Devoshki. That's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Russian nesting dolls. Mm, babushka. Uh, matryoshka. Ah, uh, I'm not going to tell you what that means. I'm, I'm, oh, <laughs> have you just been? Have you been vulgar on national radio? I might have been. Oh, um, yay! I'm for that. Oh. Um, but, um, so when I was like, oh, what languages should I learn at uni? What should I study? What's important? Mm. And one of the big things that was kind of like pushed on me. Yeah. Um, was in, in a terms good of way like, or a bad way? No, in like a good way. Like when I was like, oh, I need to pick a language. Because I'd, I'd already decided that I wanted to pick up a new language when I went to university. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, or <coughs> one that I didn't have a quali- qualification in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Russian was, was that one, was it? Russian was the one because first of all, I was absolutely obsessed with tattoo. Um, because of all the things they said? All the things they said. Um, mm. And second of all, um, it just like, it was really interesting. Like, just. What, the language or the culture or both? Or tell just, me more. Yeah, like, it was just, it's a really interesting kind of place. I mean, particularly if we're looking in terms of LGBT rights at the moment, it's, <gasps> it's particularly interesting. And, like, the thing is, back when I first, like, started um, my degree, the LGBT rights. I mean, we knew it was bad because, like, where in Eastern Europe ultimately isn't. Um, but, like, to kind of see how that's developed. Yeah. And yeah. For me, like, Russia was always, like, a place of interest. And it's, like, it's so... It's somewhere that is... It is technically European. Mm-hmm. However, there's yeah. that sense of otherness to it as well. Like, 100%. Russians are not... They're not, like, they're your Spaniards. Little, yeah. They're not, like, your Italians. They're not, like, your French. Yeah. They're, they're, and they also are kind of distanced from that as well, which I think is, I think it makes them really like cool. But that's my nerdiness speaking. So like, would well, you want to hear back in maybe six or seven years ago when they f- not first came out as being like, ah, we hate the queers. But um, in in there was a, maybe five or six years ago they had this sort of big uproar about it was probably to do with Eurovision or something ridiculousness. So. But they the the Russians were like, oh, we hate the queers, and. It was at that point I was uh, performing at Adelaide Fringe, which is very much the Australian version of Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah, yeah. And I there was there's a big big show called Eurovision, which is a piss take of Eurovision, and uh, a lot of performers from across the festival will come together, <coughs> represent a different country that they either choose or they get picked with uh, p- uh, placed with. And then they have to do a routine or a show, like some sort of sing, song, dance, burlesque act, cabaret act, something, something to entertain the punters from that country's point of view. My friend and I, who are burlesque dancers slash singer, performer, cabaret artists, quote unquote, um, we got, we, she chose to do Russia. And so she drew, dressed, uh, dressed up as a Russian, uh, what are they called, like a, Man with the big suit, red, big red suit, uh, and a Cossack. Like, is sure, they, yeah, yeah. Um, like furry hat. Technically, they're Kazakhstani. Yeah, but like yeah, carry on. Okay, so that yeah. that, that kind of a vibe. Yeah, and then I came out as some sort of like old style, like Ukrainian, like old woman, like looking for bread with huge breasts and just like. And then we're like, so it was a gender bending kind of. Uh, it was a laugh at the fact that, and then we were singing Ra Ra Rasputin. Uh, As one does. Because, you know, when you're in that moment. And, uh, yeah, so we were we were 
pretty much just going on that journey because we're like, well, Russia doesn't like the gays. We're both queer and we're gender bending and he- here you are. You're very welcome. And everyone was like eating it up. Everyone was eating it up. Um, but yeah, so you chose Russia because... I chose Russia because I, 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 as I said, that kind of like sense of otherness about it. I felt like it was... I mean, part of it was like, I don't want to learn Chinese because Chinese is really difficult. Oh, it's um, so difficult. Russian is also quite hard. I'm not like I'm not gonna sit there and lie to you. Like yeah. it's a it's a language. Um, on the other hand, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, oh yes, the, like going about it's like how it's interesting and things like that. Like one of the things I find. So I did also I also did my thesis particularly on LGBT rights. Sorry, sure. wh- what did you do? My thesis. Oh, not thesis. I can't no. that. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I I did that on specifically LGBT uh, reaction to the anti propaganda law. Um, Can you explain a little bit more of that? Um, so for those it, twos and twos of people that are listening that actually <laughs> actually care about your voice. Um, yeah. So the anti-propaganda law, I can't even remember what year it came in specifically right. at the moment. Like it's one of those. Oh, things was I've this done. was this the one where they talked about how they were like, you can be gay, but don't mention it. Yeah, it's specifically. Okay. It's really so. It's it, the law itself. I think uh, it translates to kind of the, protec- the protection of the traditional family unit. Right. Law yeah, is yeah. how it translates, um, and the way. It specifically uses the word propaganda in it, mm-hmm. um, and it's quite vague. Um, it's not actually like set in stone. What it's kind of, what it, and essentially it says is that you're not allowed to present being gayness mm. in a po- like in a positive light. Right. Um, which actually we can sit there and co- we sit there and condemn it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the like we've sat there and condemned it as a country pretty much. Yeah. Quite where you look at the UK's history and like, things like Section 28, like, we are not that far off. 100%. Like, Don't uh, disagree. Like, we... I mean... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we, we've had... The UK has had issues. Well, like, the fact that uh, in South Asia, there is... Before British colonisation or before the British um, people came in and just went oh yep we're british now Ha-ha. um they brought with them their internalized or very oh, out- outwardly uh, homophobic rhetoric um I love to a country to a country that was very much like yeah you're queer whatever or yeah you you do this or you do that like they were very non-phase oh i love the like, fact that like in japan for example there yeah. are poems like epic poems about samurai who are famous for having gay lovers and then suddenly like now na- if you look at japan now mm. and their attitude to LGBT, lgbt rights yeah is, it's like us in the 80s like yeah. it's weird i think they've only i think japan's only just legalized same sex marriage in some of its regions it's yeah. not even a and um, but going back to the, like the russia point <coughs> um i f- i find it really interesting how we almost like unilateral like unilaterally condemn russia mm. um when not so when long we're not ago we were it, yeah. we were fairly similar yeah um I think also what's really cool about it is if you're considering like Russia's cool about the propaganda. I don't know. Cool about like the study of it, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah. What's cool about it is that if you're looking at like Russia's history and its recent history, mm. I now this might seem a little bit controversial. Ooh, 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 if we're talking about Russia, ooh, okay. Well, um, I specifically think um, that about Russia the anti-propaganda Ru- law specifically oh, the so reason that it's kind of been popularised yeah. um, is it's actually quite an important political tool for Putin um, how so? so before the law so obviously during the communist period there was you're not allowed any religious beliefs as, at all yep. um, as soon as pretty much the wall came down mm. everyone is flooding back the Iron Curtain? 
Uh, I was talking about the Berlin Wall specifically. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I mean, there are lots. There are walls. There okay, are curtains. You're going to, well, the Iron Curtain is all the all the little satellite countries, right. isn't it? So, like, once basically the USSR dissolves, yeah. um, you've suddenly got this kind of state that doesn't really have any direction and mm. is humongous still. Yeah. And the only kind of thing that is kind of offering in the daily lives of people, because you've got to remember, like, during the communist period, like, Russia like the religion like the state was the religion mm. so it's the thing that gave well, america people... is a prime example of that yeah exactly yeah. and like it's what people like people were going to their for structure in their lives mm. and after the walls collapsed if it, oh, i hit the microphone there. it's okay you've, <laughs> um, you've hit the table several times i'm trying to be really polite Keep going. <laughs> um the um i've lost my chin thought now russia um, america oh, russia, blah, blah, blah. so um the only thing that was offering stability mm. after was kind of the return of the church. So you yeah. actually see immediately after uh, the USR dissolves a massive return mm. um, of people to the church, mm-hmm. specifically the Eastern Orthodox Church, which yep. makes um, in terms of its like rules and regulations yeah. um, is particularly particularly stringent. Um, and I think Putin kind of with gay rights at that particular time. Mm. Be, being internationally, sorry, internationally, such a large topic. I think Putin taking that stance specifically, and where you've got that big interest in the church and oh, homosexuality is bad, yeah, and that kind of otherness that Russia has as well, mm-hmm. it kind of ties into it. Um, and I yeah. think I think the reason he specifically followed that up and did what he did, yeah, was and his he did it correctly. His, um, his from his perspective. Well, no, his his. If we're looking purely on like a political thing, yeah, his approval rating I think shot up to like ninety seven percent. Yeah, it was it was quite dramatic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's 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 it was cool to like analyze. I mean, it was yeah. like, when I wrote this, it was three years ago. So I'm gonna sit there and be like, oh my my memory's a little bit hazy on things. But oh yeah, from three years ago. Oh sorry, I forgot you're an alcoholic. My bad. Keep going. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um. That's all I really have to say. Oh, well, <laughs> babe, like, you've you've spent a good couple of minutes going just in. Monologued about Russia. You were like, and did someone say Russia? <laughs> Woo! Kaka <laughs> Um Speaking of Kacha, she's coming back. Did you she, see? She is coming back. Um, From d- RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, season queen, she is uh, took a little bit of time off for those playing the home game. Took a little bit of time off for mental health, and she's recently posted on on social media saying, "Hey, hey, I'm back." But good for her. Like, yeah, 100%. Do you know what? Like, hundred percent. She is someone who's very open about it. Like, struggle mm. with substance abuse and, and mental health, and struggle, yeah, and struggles taking care of herself. So the fact that she's able, despite being, I, I would argue, like the most popular one, of, one of the popular queens from Drag Race, yeah. But if not the most, one of the popular queens from Drag. One Race, of the yeah. popular drag queens. Oh well, I, I've got a, I've got a, I've got like a top sort of top five, top ten. I mean, she's like, she, like she's my favorite. But she's not my favorite, but she's on my like. But I think she's like. I, I don't really have a favorite. I, I've got a lot of performers. She's I love. like universally liked. Yeah, and she's, I don't she's definitely got. Yeah, she's definitely got yep. like charisma and things like that. And, and uniqueness that, and her nerve of and course, talent. Of yeah, course, yeah, of yeah. course. But she wasn't crowned. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then to so I imagine like demand for her would be absolutely massive, and the fact that you can sit there, despite being in this like great like what people would be like enviable position, and mm. like, actually no, my mental health comes first. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and fully support everything that she needs to 100%. do um, and really support her back in um, and I hope that she is 
able to still maintain that self-care that yeah. she's kind of been Let's stop pushing my buttons and let's let the sugar babes do that instead because that's the next song. I see what I did there. Except I wasn't pushing any buttons. So I don't know what you were doing. I but mean, like- <laughs> I, w- it was just, I, I, I couldn't think of another segue. So I was like, push my buttons. Um, so we're going to play uh, Sugar Babes, Push My Buttons and we're going to come back after that to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10 episode. <laughs> And we're black. Oh, I mean back. Oh, super. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I just the only, <laughs> the only reason I did it because I knew you would get gagged on it. Okay, you're good. You're good, babe. You're good. I mean, try not to squeal. I mean, try not to squeal into the microphone. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. That's okay. I um, just. It just took me by surprise, and <laughs> anyone who like knows me knows that I'm quite easily taken by surprise. Yes. Um, that's why I did it. Um, so, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about that ridiculousness. Um, Season ten. How are you feeling? We got top four. Cesar. Um, Aquaria, Asia, um, uh, uh, other one and other one. What were the names of them? Aquaria, <laughs> Asia, Aquaria, Asia, Eureka, Eureka and, and Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> yeah, Cameron. Um, I'm I'm gonna like come out and just say it. I just oh. don't care. Yeah, I really don't care. I mean, if I if I had, if I were forced to gun to my head to pick mm. one, um, it would be Asia. Um, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. she like she's just a nice person. Yep. Don't, um, dis- don't disagree. And she is fairly talented and I'm very jealous of her teeth mm-hmm. is is the, that's what I could say about that I mean Eureka's gonna win though isn't she like they've, they've completely set it up that way yeah maybe um, well it depends on if they do that that lip sync battle thing from last year oh plot twist yeah like when Shay was like everyone's like oh yeah Shay's gonna win spoiler alert shablam so Maybe yeah, we'll, we'll see Cameron Michaels then because you know <sighs> lip sync assassin. So okay. I'm not mad. Like I don't hate her. I quite. I don't like hate her. the top four. I don't hate any of them really. I mean, Aquaria is very young and very pretty, and she has had life handed to her a little bit. So I mean, I'm I'm more jealous than I am hateful. But yeah, I mean, she's she's obviously like she's been handed a good hand of cards. Mm. A good hand of cards. A good deck of cards, rather. I mean, uh, no hand was fine. No, you, yeah, no. I'm, I'm why would she be handed a deck <laughs> if she's playing? If hand was correct don't the first time. Don't talk to me about handing a deck. I you? mean, <laughs> don't talk to me about handing a deck. You don't know me like that, girl. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't trying to be dirty. I was actually coming from a like gambling perspective because my family are like layers of gamblers. <laughs> and then you were like, "Oh no, like, let's go dirty." I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I see okay, that. I see that." So yeah, like I, I. Um, and tell me if you disagree, because I've talked to a couple of queens, um, or a couple of 
queers. Um, <laughs> You've spoken to a lot of queens, I'm just, sure. <laughs> well, you know me, babe. You know You're me. You're talking to one right now. Uh, Yasmin. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've been talking to a lot of my um, friends in the queer scene, uh, talking about RuPaul's Drag Race and about this season. Um, I have enjoyed some of the performers, but as an overall ep- uh, season, I've been wanting. I I've been wanting. I like feel from the like there were so many big names and so many big personalities. I was like, this is gonna be epic. Oh no, it's boring. That that's all it's weird because like that's what it's been for me. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, Mayhem's in here, Monet's in here, Miss Cracker's in here. I was like, this is gonna Yuha. I was like, oh, my, and then like bam, bam, bam. All and gone, no one's got any personality. And, and I was like, like oh great. Bitch, like uh, right. Now, people might hate me for this. I mean, like, they probably already hate I mean, you now, probably babe. True, but, yeah. like, people were sitting there rating you would, me. You would talk about for 15 minutes about Russia. Can you Russia. stop interrupting me? I just want like everyone to... A I hot w- second. I want, I want you to know <laughs> that everyone hates you already. So you can only get better from here. <laughs> and go. <laughs> but, like, um, I, I don't really rate Miss Cracker. You know what? Turning off your microphone right now. How dare... No. Okay. <laughs> hey, why do you hate Miss Cracker? I don't, no, right, okay. I don't hate her. I said I didn't rate her. Oh, so you didn't rate, sorry. Um, the reason is... Because is like, you're think Jewish. She's... You're anti-Semitic. I mean, we, Russia. Come on, babe. We, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't you, know what to reply to that. You don't, um, you don't rate Miss Cracker. Can you I don't you, rate her. Is it because of her... Like, she doesn't give off... Like, she's very scripted and very, like, organised and, like... She doesn't show I think herself. she's got Trixie Mattel syndrome mm-hmm. in that she's, like... She has the potential to be funny. Yeah. And I believe that she is a humorous person. Yeah. However, is she good at drag race? No. No. Same, um, as Trixie. Same, as same as Trixie. Same as Trixie. And like, so what's going to happen after Drag Race is that Miss Crack is going to produce the things that she wants to produce, and it's going to come out. Like, look at um, Review of the Jew. Review of the Jew, aside from the last episode, was ridiculous. But, like, all the other episodes were fantastic. Yeah, so really. Like, so hopefully, hopefully <coughs> that's how it turns out, and I can see that for her. Another one that I really liked as well was Bless and Claire. I thought she was really cool. Mm. Um, her single... Her single was good, I'm, Four elements of it. I would be like. I would edit it. I would edit that track to have a, like to be in a mashup, but I couldn't listen to it the whole way through. Oh, me, me, it would irritate me, me, and the the drag queen housemate and the other housemate who we we were obsessed for a while. Hugh and Woe. Hugh and Woe. We we were absolutely obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No. And obviously, like, I can't wait for Van G to be in season eleven. Oh man, Do you, have you already seen the like? Uh, there's a photo. There's a spoiler. Oh, is of, there? Um, uh, three drag queens on the uh, untucked lounge chair and it's like oh season 11 girls and it's Vanjie and two others whose names I've already forgotten but um, yeah so I was just like ooh I mean of course like we would I would be more gagged if Vanjie wasn't in season 11 <laughs> as opposed to like being in season I, 11 I was just confused when she left to be honest because I was like this like she was obviously your like where you were going to get your material for the season. Like, mm. give me, apart from Miss Vanjie, tell me, and trade, give me one catchphrase from this season. Uh, Brown Cow. I don't really care for her. I mean, <gasps> I mean, she's going to win Miss Congeniality. Do you think? It's, it's either her, Miss Cracker. It's her or Vanjie. Her or Vanjie. Not Miss Cracker? Nah, nah. She's too, like, or like what you said, I, I rate her, but sh- like you said, I don't think she did as well on... Drag Race, like her, her um, production of herself, her editing of herself, um, has probably put a deterrent on that. Um, I yeah. liked Monet Exchange as well. I thought she was hundred cool. percent. Um, I just think they got well. Really she's she's um, she's primed for All Stars Four apparently. 
Good. Yeah. I, I would. I would. Do you know what? There's not many. I, there's not actually many queens I would pay money to see. She is one of them. I'd be. I'm. I'm interested to see if Tammy Brown comes on All Stars Four. She hasn't been mentioned about it, but I keep well, seeing. They, they said I read something that they were Angina bringing back some of the All Stars One queens. Yeah. So Angina is is. Uh, um, one of the front runners in terms of potentially coming in, but Tammy Brown is someone who I see her a lot in um, like online and social media and stuff. In terms of like, oh, she was just doing shows in Australia with Trixie Mattel, um, so like I see her very much like uh, bumping up her social media status. Um, so I am interested to see if Tammy Brown, because remember how she left the show pretty much was like. I mean, I don't I, want I children do. in nature. I don't, I don't, so. I don't care for Tammy Brown. I, I live for her because she unapologetic, unapologetically beats, uh, marches to the beat of her own drum. So you might not like or you might like or dislike her drag and her performance style, but you can't not say that she is like unapologetically herself. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. But there's nothing forcing me to like it or More. wanna. Or wanna I mean, buy, that's okay. You mean so. you you like who you like and uh, who you like is wrong. So <laughs> that's totally fine. Uh, speaking of things that are wrong, um, Sebastian, hey. <laughs> was this is this like meant to be a fun segue? That you, no, you I was really... I was looking at the next song and it was nothing to do with like anything. So um, yeah, so we we don't we don't care for. So you said uh, Katja is your number one for Drag Race. I think Katja is my number one for Drag Race. Um, I also re- like I really like Alaska. I think she's see she would be my if I had to choose a one she would be my number one pick in terms of like like knowing everything doing everything being like oh if I had to pick one to be my drag mother it would be Alaska a hundred percent yeah like I she just embodies like she's got that really hard not not even that like she is also if you're sitting there saying oh she's unapologetically herself she is that as well 100% Um, and she's not afraid well she's afraid of like showing her true self because we all know it's (laughs) evil as hell yeah Yeah. Um, but on the other hand we're not like how do I word this she's she just kind of oozes that kind of confidence and like I, I I have to really respect <coughs> that. Um, yeah, I like Alaska. Um, who else do I like? Um, I really liked Adore when she was on her season. Mm. Um, I thought I thought she's like a lot of people will knock her um, for being like not the best queen, but I just really enjoyed the fact that she was such this like charming, positive spirit. Yeah. Um, and there was something really genuine about her. And I mean, I suppose that was kind of her whole deal and kind of what brought her into the top three. Um, yeah. Aww. I like Adore. She's, she's a nice person. Interesting, interesting fact about Adore. She recently did a show at the O2 Arena in Islington in Angel and my housemate and her boyfriend walked past the, um, her punters, her, the people who were coming to see her show and looked them up and down and were like, ugh, who are they? Like gave a very judgmental, and then they found out who it was. And then the boyfriend of my housemate, who was offensively drunk, came up to me and was like, "Oh, we saw one of yours." And I was like, oh, "I'm sorry, what?" And he was like, "Oh, we saw one of yours, some sort of d- delirio or something." And I was like, "What?" And like he was like off his face, and he didn't know what he was doing. And um, he's like, "Oh, I don't. I'm not judging anyone because I used to have a blue mohawk. But like those guys looked ridiculous." And I was like, "Who are you talking about?" And then I finally figured out it was a Delano. I was like, "But also, 
you just said that you had a blue mohawk, but I'm not going to judge anyone, but they look ridiculous. You've done exactly what you said not to, like, how dare, like, how dare you be? Dare you? Some people, some people are just terrible humans, and that is the case with my housemate's partner. Um, so if they're listening, which I very much doubt that they will be, you're a terrible human, and I hate you, and... No, yeah, that's accurate. Fast forward to tomorrow morning. Mm. No, they, they're they terrible humans. Uh, speaking of other people who are potentially terrible humans, there's a news article on Pink News that says transgender people are being blamed for turning fish trans. What? Yeah. Like actual, like not fish as in like drag. Like, like fishy, yeah. No, actual fish. Actual fish. A woman said trans people are forcibly trans transing fish in a meeting held by the trans-exclusionary radical feminist group. Uh, So a woman speaking at the controversial feminist meeting has claimed that trans people are responsible for polluting the rivers and seas causing fish to forcibly change gender and damaging crocodiles and alligators. I mean, I I just don't care for that. Mm. Like, I've never heard anything... Do you remember that time that we were, like, gay marriage was blamed for a hurricane? Yeah, that was America. Yeah. No, but... Was yeah, that also there, here? There was, an Ameri- there was an American guy who was like, oh, the floods are because of the gays. Yeah, that was America. Um, but this one is uh, a woman known as Elizabeth who claimed that environmentalists and eco-activists were speaking at a meeting uh, called Inconvenient Women hosted by lesbian, trans, exclusionary, radical feminists. Sheila Jeffries and Nicole Jones on Wednesday. Uh, the event was organised by a group called the We Need to Talk, which is currently holding numbers, a number of events in the UK and Ireland to protest against the proposed reform of Gender Recognition Act in the UK. Elizabeth spoke to the audience about synthetic hormones taken by transgender people. Okay, and so she's suggesting that these That'd be hormones. A really good drag name. I mean, just synthetic hormones by transgender people. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Synthetic hormones taken by transgender by... people. Uh... So yeah, she's she's just coming out and saying trans people are peeing into rivers and their their hormones are making the fish gay or trans. I mean, sounds which, legit, right? To to which, to which I say, pff, like, I mean, fish do you? You do you, fish? If you want to live by osmosis, or if you want to be asexual, or if you want to change your gender, because there are some fish that do that. There are some fish. Oh my god! Some fish start out as females. Some ting fish. I was going for like a something wog. Like I mean, segue. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> message her. That was racially offensive. Racial, <laughs> because she's Asian and they only eat fish-based products. How dare! <laughs> How dare! That's not. That's what I heard, and I, that's no, what I'm I've telling actually, something. I've actually, I've actually seen something wrong eat a five guys before, so I know that information is incorrect. Just because she's a homosexual gentleman caller and drag queen doesn't suggest... Like, of course she's going to have five guys. I would have ten guys. See what I did there. See what I did there. Yeah, no, it's interesting what she's... Like, imagine... I just I don't quite understand where people come the, up with yeah, this. The, like, lo- how the logic. Does, how does like the logic like get to that point? I mean, I don't suppose if you've like ever read one of those rags, but like um Sorry, like, what? A rag? Oh it, this is a very like British term. As in a magazine. Specifically Like a tabloid journalist magazine. Yeah, like but like right. specifically like I'm gonna I'm gonna like the sport or like there's like the daily sport or something like that which has like oh yeah they have some like garbage stories on there like oh i proposed my wife with a hula hoop and she said no and now we're getting married with a harry bogami ring like that kind of 
like, like I mean, why didn't you lead with that? <laughs> I am here for that. It's like utter garbage. Oh, I mean, have you, did you just make that up? Like, I made that up. But oh like, my god! But can you imagine? Like, it's like, oh, I want to know about everything time, about that journey. One time I. Oh, I don't know. Like one time, I gave fellatio to a dog for a packet of crisps. Like, like literally. That. I am here for that. <laughs> that is, like, I that am kind of level. I mean, like, those rags. I am here for. But like, it's literally like that kind of stuff. And there's like a whole collection of them. Oh, do you want to do you want to hear some real tea about similar situation to that? Um, there was a gentleman caller. I don't know what country he's from. I heard this on Australian radio recently, um, a couple of weeks ago. He was very irate with a person within his sphere. And so he decided to get one back. There was a sort of tit-for-tat situation where yeah, they yeah. kept having an argument and back and forth doing things. He got a hose. He made, like, he made a sort of spraying hose. He self-organised it, self-created it, um, sort of mashed up. Uh, he, uh, he, older gentleman in his 70s, he collected several months of his own feces and he... Then put it into the sort of hose apparatus thing that he made and turned it into sort of this sprinkler system and then shoved it into the this person's door and then just sprayed it like, I've got you! And, yeah, sprayed his feces all throughout someone's house, which I just think is beautiful. I think... I mean, you're coming I mean, for someone. Australia, you're getting it right, aren't you? I mean, no. that's what we do. That's who we are. You don't... You don't uh, you don't uh, do it half steps. You you take it full way. That is that is impressive. So none of this Haribo with a hula hoop ridiculousness. Oh look at me! Well, I'm English. I'm gonna marry. Oh, that was but that was. Some, like, I love that kind of stuff. There's some like full on garbage. Oh, I like, love that. I, I love that kind of stuff. But like, I am a hundred percent here for that. But like you must have, like you've seen Jeremy Carl and that kind of nonsense. Oh yeah, surely. but that's 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 nonsense though. No, but it's like an institution. Yeah. Like and those people do actually exist. Like yeah. well, at least I'm convinced they do. And also like Judge Rinder. <coughs> I don't know if you. Like, yeah. No, I don't like him me. either. Why don't you like him? He's just a ridiculous human. I mean, he is pompous. Is the word that I will use. Mm-hmm. Um, however, in terms of attain, like entertainment value, like oh uh, yeah, do you, you think I, mean? I don't think he's entertaining. Oh, I think no, like Jeremy Carl is more entertaining than Rinder. I, I would mean, say. Jeremy Carl is oh, I'm gonna pull a sickie from school today. Not my school, like mm. work. I mean, as in like back when I was 15. Um, so I'm gonna just sit there and watch Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know what my colleagues thinking. I do that now, being like, oh, so Seb, when you're when you're ill, you're actually just sitting there watching yeah. watching trash human yeah. watching trash TV um no um yeah it was it's it's an interesting mm. inter- we have such like a weird like way with things I think what's that the UK like the UK and just being British essentially yeah 100% speaking of uh ridiculous things and uh, being crazy and such. There was a teacher in Missouri who recently has been um, put up on charges because he was on Grinder and he found a young uh, young boy, 14 years of age, and got him to come to his car in a parking lot and do a lap dance. Which I, I mean, it's not okay. Is I it? mean, it just there's so many layers. Like, I did, so I did read la- a really horrible story, and it, I think it also happened in America as well, Like, which was the opposite, yeah. is that um, two female students at yeah. a school in America um, knew that a teacher was gay, made a fake Grindr account, mm. um, and then... Uh, and then, um, like, found some pictures on the internet and, like, pretended to be an actual human being. Oh, and in standard Grindr fashion, yeah. the guy sent some back. Yeah. Um... 
I mean, I, and that's why I don't do dick pics. It's because I have a huge penis and I don't want everyone to know that it's huge. Oh. Um, <laughs> see what I did there? It's because it's a micro penis. I've got a really small penis, everyone. Uh, uh, so let's let's sidetrack away from that um, because I want to talk about the rainbow flag. Have you seen recently? It happened a couple of years ago, but they've it's, added two more colours to yeah, it. Yeah, they've added they've added the sort of there's a like a, a sort of triangle kind of situation on the side now. I've uh, not noticed. I don't know about the triangle. Well, like a. I can't even explain it. It, it. Well, it has the the trans colors and the black lives. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I did, I did see that. Um, cool. Yeah, massively cool. Um, I think something that like particularly is like an LGBT. I mean, first of all, I think. Okay, hear me out here. Yeah. So like, LGBT, I mean, we've only got like two minutes. Left. I mean, I'm no, no pressure. No but, pressure. Like, but like, um. It's already a little bit weird to kind of group trans and gay people together anyway. I mean, I understand why organically that has happened because we share the same spaces mm-hmm. um, historically. But in terms of like, they are being gay and being trans are two very, very different things. Sure. Um, and instead of kind of, I think. <coughs> I mean, what are you doing? Ridic- I totally just kicked my sunglasses and headphones off the off the table. I mean, we're talking about trans, Black Lives Matter, <laughs> and queer rights. Um, but I like I do Stop feel very so much that like now that gay people, particularly in the UK, they're just like, mm. oh, we have rights now, we can get married, and okay, blah, blah, we can't blah, give blood, yeah, yeah. but like whatever. Um, not that we should be caring about not being able to give blood, but at the same time, like, we're kind of fire. leaving that trans, like the trans behind, and mm. there's still a lot more work to do in that one in terms of like hundred percent their roles and how they yep. are perceived within society. Don't disagree. And yeah, I think we need to use. We need to carry on carrying the flag. Yeah. But um, do you think, do you think, because there are some people out there that will be like, oh, no, the rainbow flag is a rainbow flag for a reason. Um, let's not add, stop stop adding colours. Yes, the trans movement is super important, and as is the Black Lives Matter. But should we be changing the flag to incorporate these specific... Yes. But, like, when is, when, when will it stop? Um, when all forms of phobia against mm. queerness and ultimately racism as well um i mean uh, have ended because you yeah. need to you need to keep fighting that fight in my yeah. at, le- at least in my opinion i mean one of the biggest things i think we need to as a as a as a queer community particularly gay men mm. um, white to, gay men white gay men in particular mm-hmm. well even like even within themselves oh yeah um, there's institutional like racism like, homophobia and stuff and, yeah, yeah. like the gay Gays are awful. I mean, go just go on Grinder and have a look at a couple of no profiles. No fast, no fans, no Asians. Oh, it's horrendous. Um, yep. so no, so okay, so my uh, not my stance point, but like I, from a I guess devil's advocate position, is looking at the pride flag. I am a hundred percent here for my trans brothers and sisters, as I am for my um, uh, BAME uh, brothers and sisters. They are all beautiful humans, and they all deserve recognition and respect and love and acceptance. If we are going on that journey that we need to change the flag. Let's do it. Yeah, let's 100%. do it. But also, there are people out there who will be like, from the flag's perspective, looking at the colours, the breakdown of the colours. So I was, and, and this is something that I researched, is that I googled it to go, what is the meaning of the rainbow flag? And if you look at the meaning of the rainbow flag, each colour is represented by a specific word slash meaning. So red is life, orange is healing. Uh, yellow is sunlight or the sun, uh, green is nature, blue is harmony, and purple is spirit. So 
there will be some who will be going like, well, what do these light brown, dark brown mean? What do the trans colours mean? These are already existing flags. Now, the I guess the devil's advocate in me will be like, the pride flag is a pride flag for everyone within the LGBTQ plus community. It is an overarching flag for everyone, regardless of uh, sexual orientation within the community or if you're trans, if you're queer, if you're uh, a person of colour, all that stuff, this is an overarching flag for everyone. There are specific flags for bears, for trans people, for pansexuals, for lesbians, for, you know, everyone. Like Everyone has their own specific flag. So I guess from the devil's advocate's position is like, do we need to incorporate these people into this flag um, and lose the flag because like the flag doesn't ha- it, it doesn't go like oh reds for the gays and yellows for the you know lesbians that kind of thing it's <clears throat> it has specific meaning behind it whereas the uh, light and dark brown or black um, doesn't have a meaning behind it uh, other than it's Black Lives Matter and, <clears throat> and uh, the trans pride flag which has which symbolizes trans pride so. Um, I mean, we could. I could talk for. I could do seconds and seconds about that. that. But like, I, I, I mean, ultimately, if we need to change the flag for whatever reason, sure. I mean, I think like the the core flag of seven colors will will always be the core flag. Yeah. But I don't see if if I don't see any problem in producing flags such as the one you did. Because if those are widely speaking, those are the most prevalent issues at the moment at the moment yeah then that's what we need to do to combat them fine yeah. and then do you know what if we need to come up with another flag in to kind of support the one we've got at the moment mm-hmm. then and that's what we need to show pride with then fine cool yeah it's no biggie yeah and i, I don't feel think like so. i think so i, I think if people are like making a, a meal out of that then it's a bit yeah and typically it'll be the white men cis white men that will be like oh no you can't change my flag blah, 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 blah. and so i to to that i say what you pretty much just said was like, yep, keep the traditional pride flag, pride flag flying, but also if if there are people out there in our community that would like us to recognise that there are other issues currently, let's add that to the flag for a time being, see if that, you know, levels up what we're doing. Because as a plus-size queer man, um, you know, the, the I'd like to promote, you know, bear, like, yeah. That kind of like, I don't really care for the flag. It's disgusting orangey browny colors, but like, like the fact that there is so much inequality in terms of like, oh, you need to be stick thin to be attractive. That kind of thing, or like you need to be this kind of a gay to look and sound and act and blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, I have my my issues as well, but I'm not going to ask the flag to change. But then that's, I think the like the you biggest, know that's the a, biggest the biggest like kind of way that you rough. can you can kind of show pride anyway is just being unashamedly queer mm. um and like ultimately we don't need a flag yeah you you, you just need to be present and 100 percent. that's the way that it's sh- like ideally that should be it. i mean having something to kind of symbolize us as a group is amazing and really nice to have um but ultimately we need to kind of define ourselves by our actions rather than the politics of what colours a flag are. Exactly. I think, uh, well, I, I mean, the only, like the like I said before, the only contention that I have is that the current pride flag doesn't 
represent any one specific person. Some might say that it's specifically for gay men, but I mean, that's obviously not the case. It's for everyone. So, um, <coughs> yeah, so we, I think we're just going to be very careful um, and be respectful and tolerant as we, we all should be. Uh, let's, oh, I'm trying to, because we, we've gone over a couple of minutes, but I'm looking for Andy. Andy uh, Bungay. <laughs> his name is Andy Bungay. So funny. Uh, he is coming in to do his show um, at some point. Oh, no, he's not. He's got it pre-recorded. Oh... Okay, so we have to go. Okay, so I was, because I was like, oh, he's not in yet. He's usually in by now at this time. And I've just looked on the schedule and he's already pre-recorded his show. So now it's going to be starting five minutes late. Sorry, Andy. I love you. Oh. Um, but anyway, let's let's end it there because, you know, we're terrible Thank humans. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming into the blah, 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 de blah, blah, blah. Uh, what was your name? Uh, I'm Seb. Oh, do you have any social media that anyone can follow you on? Um, you can't. I am. Ooh. I am very. I'm unfollowable. Very unfollowable. I, I leave no traces behind. Like a ninja. Like a ninja, you will never catch me. Uh, <laughs> um, um, but uh, please do tune in to uh, what's the show called? Uh, driving you homo Correct. is the name of the show. Thank you. You're testing me because I've been up since half five this morning. So <laughs> we're nearly at 24 hours, babe. But um, yeah, I mean, so. I really desperately want to. There's a song that I desperately want to play to like get you really riled up. If uh, you play yeah. what you're going to play, yeah, I will. Yeah, send a death threat to your mother. I mean. It won't be the first one, so... <laughs> uh, she's a beautiful human, but also she's a trash human. And, I mean, apple and tree. Apple and tree. Um, so, we're, I mean, we the are... Garbage a- doesn't leave far from the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> accurate. So... Uh, send it to another country, but... <laughs> cool, that's why, yeah. <laughs> Our major export is trash. Speaking of trash... Hi. Hi, um, Wayne. Hi. Hey. Um, as always, my name is Wayne Carter. You can follow me on social media at one Wayne Carter on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So follow Sebastian on uh, the street uh, you because can, don't follow me on the street. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, I no mean, one's gonna know who you are, like, babe. If you send me like a pelican with a no- like a message in its mouth, then I will accept. That. I mean, Finding Nemo style. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> slide into my DMs. I, I know I'm gonna be like slide into my PMs, my pelican messages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, you need. Through. You need to stop everything that you're saying and doing. You're terrible. I needed to stop a good five years ago, but I just haven't. Oh, Jesus. So. Jesus. All right. Well, um, oh, this is going to be problematic. Thank you so much for listening to Drive Me Homer. If you are someone who enjoys this, please do share it with your friends and family. Uh, the more people that listen, the more that um, I am loved by others. And I am currently uh, in the process of doing things on other bigger platforms I can't say because we're on ones with radio now but there are other larger corporations specifically British based broadcasting corporations huh, see what I did there that are asking things for me so if you like my subtle tones please do keep tuning in uh, as always I am Wayne Carter we- <laughs> can't even say my name my name is Wayne, Wayne Carter Wayne Carter Wayne Carter um, if you listen very carefully there's a naughty word in there uh, otherwise this is the cha-cha slide Bye. This is something new, the Casper Slide Part 2, featuring the Platinum Band.